3: Good Wednesday morning. Welcome to Squawk on the Street. I'm Carl here with Jim Kramer and David Faber. Dow futures uh, lose a 300-point gain and then some as April core CPI runs hot, up six tenths. That's double the prior month, even as headline inflation slows to the s- slowest sequential growth since August of last year. Two-year yield rockets near 2.9. We're going to begin with the market reaction to the April CPI data. Jim, um, used cars down month-on-month, month, but new cars, new cars as you hot.
2: suspected. Yeah, Philobo had that yesterday. And- I think that there's enough in here to make it so that if the Fed keeps pushing, it will turn. I mean, I, I don't know why people felt that after he only did a certain amount that that would already send the CPI over. Uh, and I again, why I, I do feel that he was wrong to limit and say not 75. I mean, he could come out today and do 75, and I, there would be a relief rally. Uh, you, you, you're not
3: calling for an intermeeting? I no,
2: know. I wish he would do that, frankly, because I just think that. He has to shake things up. You know, we're very close to pushing over a lot of different things, but they have to be pushed over and people have to say, all right, the biggest asset that has gone down is the stock market. It's really hurt people. Uh, There's a lot of stocks that that we thought would have the ability to to, uh, survive because they had profitability and it's turning out not to be the case. Uh, It's the weakest part of the U.S. economy, is the stock market, and I think that's actually, unfortunately, positive if you're the Fed it just has to translate into why did new cars go up? I mean, why didn't people say, you know what? I don't have the money to be able to do it. We have a lot of companies that are falling apart. We have companies that are saying, listen, you know, what people think, we're not going bankrupt. I mean, I don't want to see that, but I, I don't think that we're that far. I just think that we need a couple more Fed tightenings. And then I think that what's gonna happen is you're gonna say, well, listen, there's a lot of companies that are very profitable. They've come down a lot and let's buy them. Uh, and everything's been junked up by all these ETFs that have been put together and the greed of wall street that has just made it so that you've got the bad with the good uh, and i think you're going to have to sit back and say you know what there are a lot of companies that came public in the last 18 months that are as worthless as the companies that came public during uh 1999 to 2000 they have a little more cash but we're seeing so many companies where you look at 23 24 25 numbers and there's really no hope to profitability and uh they do have enough cash to get there they tend to be name brand companies that you look at them and you say oh all brands look how low that is i gotta buy it warby park i gotta buy it and then there's nothing there's like no raise on debt i mean a lot of companies came public that during this period where it was very forgiving and that period's over yep. and i liked that i mean that period's over that's a, one of the principal sources of inflation was that you know like nine trillion dollars worth of equities and i don't want people to lose money but i do know that uh when you look at something like a coinbase it's just terrible but Gary Gensler told you it was terrible there's a lot of people Carl who told you things were terrible you know told you that the, that that these coins that were stable coins were terrible and people just ignored it I mean I think that coinbase is just a, a, another asset that is chimerical I mean we don't need it coinbase well as I mean a like platform? I, could, I mean, look, coinbase they've been belligerent the whole way down they've been belligerent. Uh, angry at their critics, but the critic is the commission. And I said over and over again, you can never criticize the commission. You may hate the commission, but the commission runs. I mean, look, Elon Musk hates the commission, but he's never done the things that Coinbase has done.
3: Uh, There's a look at Coin this morning below 55. Uh, David, a lot of it's also getting the analysts to admit to their prior mistakes. I mentioned last night Piper in January named Coin a top pick with a target of 440. It looks a lot harder to get to now.
4: Yeah, 440 would be a, a good distance from here, I think, guys. Um, you know, as you know, I have a keen sense for the obvious, and yeah, that would be a lot of points. Um, you know, Jim, I don't know what you do with these things at this point. Um, what was this? An 85 billion dollar market value? Uh, not long after it came public, if I recall. Uh, Now, to be fair, the CEO on Twitter did make it clear that this new language about bankruptcy was something that they felt was required by new SEC uh, regs. And, you know, that there was a a large overreaction to that, as as I think you're aware.
2: Right. But, you know, David, look, J.P. Morgan, you know, the actually literal J.P. Morgan, always said that if you have to defend your credit risk and say that, look, you're not going to get bankrupt, it's over for you. Now, I don't think it's over for Coinbase. I mean, they've got a business, but the business is terrible. I mean, it's a terrible business and crypto is a terrible business. But if, if you said that six weeks ago, there are enough people who would jump on you that you would just say, you know what? I want to tell the truth about crypto. But, David, no one wants to hear it. Uh, And now you're 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 looking at these stable coins and they're anything but stable. And we're all trying to just say, don't worry about that. Well, I mean, I don't have to not worry about that. I can just go buy an oil company. You know, there's a big bifurcation, David, between companies that are going to get there and companies that aren't going to get there or companies that don't care about getting there. I have Roblox on tonight and Roblox is a very good company, but they're not trying to get profitable. They have a lot of cash. They want to do a great product. You know, so there's this like third way where you have a lot of cash, you have cash flow, you don't have to get profitable. But then there's a lot of other companies, David, that I'm just like worried about. And I I, I wasn't worried about them until they told me to
4: worry. Understood. But to your point, a lot of them have a lot of cash. They've kind of grown up in that mantra of spend, spend, spend for growth, 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 because you'll ultimately get rewarded. This is not a market that's rewarding growth anymore. Certainly not with those kind of multiples when you're actually that growth no. is not something that is right here and now uh, and something you can count on.
2: But, David, you've got companies that are growth companies that come down so much that the price these multiples, are actually very reasonable. Are they yes. supposed to be kept down? Uh, uh, should no, we I say know, that right. they're kept Give down by Peloton? I, I know. I lemonade. I asked the same How about thing. toast? I mean, should right. toast bring so
4: what, down? We, How about Warby Parker? <laughs> well, we're going to come back to Microsoft. Every, everybody should own Microsoft because the multiples gotten so low now. No, but you can own a Chipotle. I mean, look. No, I mean,
2: but you know, look at Carvana, David. Should Carvana bring down General Motors? I mean, the only thing to bring down General no. Motors is that Kathy would have selected it as one of her numbers and. You know, she's just a kiss of yes, death. Yes, you did. Bring, no, you br- you I'm, doing, that I'm saying yesterday. all the things that you wanted to say, but you felt like you were constrained, like that she's the kiss of death. As soon as I saw that she bought GM, I went to call Mary Barr and say sorry. <laughs> she's sorry, Mary. I thought you were doing better than you got on
5: her hey, list.
4: Jim, is, uh, I'll give you another name. How about Coles? I know you've been following that one pretty closely with, uh, I think, you know, the guy's they, been running that proxy they fight. Rejected, it's a loser, uh, John by Duskin's like, plan Everything there. I hear... Yeah, everything I hear is they've they've lost. Uh he's lost. I mean Coles has won. Um, you know, that they're uh they're gonna swipe him out, sweep uh all their directors are gonna get reelected. Not sure what that means by the way, for their sale process and whether they take their foot off the gas at Coles. We should be hearing any moment now, I think that's expected to come out momentarily. Dave, what happened to all those private uh, equity guys we are so they excited? Swept. They were so excited about the gold toe socks
2: and the private equity pants and stuff. I mean, you know, the, the private label pants. And what happened there? I, Nike? I, I don't know.
4: Well, listen, David Simon, Simon Properties has interest. I mean, there's some definite interest in purchasing the company. You yeah, know I, that. It's but a this is a reaffirmation company. of investors' belief in the current management and their plan, which you've been relatively positive on. I have been because I think that they actually have
2: cash flow. They've got a good deal with Amazon. Uh, where you can return stuff to Amazon. Yep. The stores uh, look better than ever. Uh, but so did Best 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 Buy and their stocks going down. And Bed and Bath and & Beyond, David, that was a, a name that Masellum championed. And uh, that's not as done as well as I would have thought, right? Bed, Bed no. Bath? No. DBBY?
4: Yeah.
2: Well, I can't just sit here and say no. everything's bad. Carl, I'm not gonna do that. We have had the bad drive down the good, like some sort of Gresham's law, where you look at situations and you're like you'll see these stocks. I won't even mention their names, but it's like, here's one. I'm not gonna mention Singularity Future Tech, but NASDAQ listed company CEOs, fugitive on the run for allegedly operating a massive Ponzi scheme, Chinese company. Thank you, Nate uh, Hinderberg. I mean, I don't know, that doesn't does that say don't buy Western Digital? I mean, well, I have Global Foundries on tonight, they yep. a really good number. Yep. Uh, David, I, 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 I rebel against you. Not everything's pro-generation, David.
4: No. David? Not everything is, David. Jim. You're right. Not everything's pro there are Turk always space. things to potentially buy. And they aren't all oil companies, I wouldn't think. But no. yeah, take your life in your hands doing it right now. I well, mean, I a lot of guys came that. in today. A lot of people came in. Expecting that number was not going to be as hot. And they really thought this was going. To, we were going it's to rally a long it. I and mean, we saw day. what happened with the futures in terms of that reversal. It is a long day. It's a long, it's a long day. Long week. It's been a that long year so far yet. for anybody long. Ooh,
3: that's yep. pretty good. We should mention the, the 10 year, although back to 305 is not back to 320 where it was. Right. No, I'm
2: just sitting here and I'm just saying, okay, look, I have to deal with companies. I look at them. I say, okay, someone called me last sent in the lightning round Raytheon. Well, you know, you got the president spending. Yeah, there could be a $30 billion package for well, House just passed 40. Yeah. So, I mean, Raytheon very much in the mix. So should I hate Raytheon? Should I hate Lockheed Martin because of HCAT? Because of Upstart? David, I'm not selling a technology company because of Peloton. All right?
4: Okay. David? I think that's fair. I think that's fair. It but that's doesn't mean it's not people, going to go down. That's what
2: people are doing. They're giving up because of Avaya. They've had it because of Carvana. David's laughing. <laughs> I, when you have COVID, you can just funny. laugh. When you're healthy, you can't is laugh. Is that
3: one of the side effects? Uncontrollable laughter. Yeah, uncontrollable. Yes. David's probably it's in that
2: un-
4: ketamine, ketamine uh, drugs. True. For people
2: I, who have, uh, uh,
4: I have to walk COVID? off. Set. I have to walk out of here, Carl, to just start laughing again. It's uh, <laughs> it's just so. Contagious? Are you even yeah, sick? Isn't this nonsense? In China, I know you'd
2: be in no, like I, you know I, I,
4: the ICU, but uh, I'm not sick, thankfully, any longer, and I'm going to be next to you very soon. So get ready, because uh, I'm not sick. I'm expecting. Are you going to be wearing a hazmat today. suit
2: like we're in China? I want a hazmat suit from no, you. No, because I
4: want
3: zero no, COVID I'm not on contagious. this desk.
4: I already am done with my antiviral, uh, and I'm feeling good, so I'm ready. Good, but I'm stuck speaking here, of uh, zero still.
3: COVID. Good. Uh, some signs of progress in China. Shanghai says about half of the city now has zero COVID status. There you go. Which does make you wonder, Jim, if we get those lockdowns easing, uh, then what happens to well, inflation? If we get
2: the lockdowns easing, and uh, I think that actually you
3: might get an end to some of inflation because a lot of the inflation in apparel is freight. You don't think so? The, uh, that's interesting. So you think a reopening of China is a better supply story yes. than it is a negative sort of inflationary demand.
2: Story. I have too many companies that are that are shipping stuff that used to go by boat. But if it goes by boat, it's a slow boat from China. So, <laughs> yeah, no, I it literally. Yeah, exactly. I just think that, look, we need this and we need Putin to come to a census. But these, you know, having Putin come to a census and she come to a census is
3: rather radical. Well, we did have Musk at that FT conference yesterday, and he made a lot of news. But one of the things he said was that the Chinese are lifting some of these lockdowns quickly. He's a special case, and we'll get some preference.
2: Well, look, I mean, all the public health scientists that I, I deal with, and I deal with a considerable number, cannot believe what's going on over there. That it's so worse than what we were during the period when we were trying to figure this out. I mean, they have the drugs that work. They have the drugs that David managed to get. They're not on the black market, uh, and what's happened is is they're not using them. Instead, they're going for you know 100% lockdown, which is something you did in March of of, of 220.
3: So you think that's the first? That you think that's the most important thing that could go right in terms of lucky breaks?
2: No, what could go right is Putin killed, but that's probably. Remember Stalin died in his bed, and Mao died in his bed. So you got. A lot of bad guys just kind of got through this. But when you go over uh, the Chechen war, I mean, in the end, nobody lived. Well, that lost, was the plan well, in uh, Grozny.
3: D.N.I. Haynes yesterday talked about an escalatory period that we're in now, that the better Ukraine does, in a sense, the more dangerous Putin becomes. Well, well,
2: if they could make it from instead of a police action like we have with Korea to a full-scale war, then I think that it's going to be difficult to beat them. But... We have superior armament, we meaning what we're sending over there. Uh, and we're obviously taking it much more seriously than we did when we were just, you know, giving them a couple grenades. But I, I do think that you need two, You need one of these two to go well. Uh, and then, I mean, a lot of companies' earnings have been crossed by Russia. But it's usually, it's like 2 to 3%, but you didn't even know they had. Like, did you know that Alberts had, like, a considerable Russian
3: business? I mean, most of the suspects include... Uh, uh, MasterCard, for example.
2: A lot of people in Russia had two and three credit cards. Um, That's always been known, uh, and they built their own system. MasterCard's come down a lot, and it's kind of interesting. But I think that we're stuck with that If your company has a high price earnings multiple and doesn't make anything and doesn't return capital, the stock is going down. And if your company does, it's going, does those things, it's going to go up. David, not every company, there are a lot of companies that are doing incredibly well, and they're being brought down by Mr. ETF. I mean, there have been ETFs that have been created to literally destroy people's capital, and they're so effective, it's rather amazing. It's almost like they were done by a closet Fed operation on the 13th floor of the Empire State Building.
4: Really? So what? The guys at Unity Software got to blame some ETF for the fact that their stock's going to be down 16 points? Come on. They're nice people. Will you no. lay off? I have Look in tonight. the mirror. I, I, that's what they got to do. They're
2: nice. Yeah. Unity had a couple of, they, they had a problem oh. with Apple. They had the Apple
4: problem. Right. The tracking. Tell
3: me. All right. Tell people division.
4: about it, because I'm looking at a stock that's tra- uh, it's 32 bucks.
2: It was uh, an that's what advertising what based company. Around
3: 32.
4: It was an advertising based company
2: All right. that ran there into the Apple yeah. privacy laws. And they explain that things aren't as good, so lay off. Them. <clears throat> they explain things aren't that good, David. I <laughs> opposed to, like, a lot of other companies are doing really poorly and tell me things are good. At least they had the
4: darn guts to say it isn't good. That's true. Uh, what did the Upstart CEO have to say as well? well About things not being so good. That was that was a suboptimal conversation, frankly. Uh, well, Upstart was, it- was a platform.
2: Is a platform to be able to syndicate, to get loans, create small loans. But they ended up having loans on their balance sheet, of which some aren't that good. So those of us who thought it was this terrific uh, terrific platform discovered that they had a lot of what could be bad loans on their balance sheet, and they couldn't syndicate the loans. So, Carl, what happens is they have one vintage that was almost 3%. Historically, that's about as high as you can get before things really roll over. Now, they they had a very valid uh, concept. Uh, kind of like no you don't need FICO anymore we 're using artificial intelligence, but the AI didn 't work when the two year went up dramatically right. so uh, I think they'll be fine. It Gosh. was a con- David it was a contentious conversation it was not I mean I went home last night and I said to my wife, I need, I need your mescal. I had a tough conversation she, she told me to put my big
4: pants on shut up. Now, I'm glad, listen, you had to have that conversation. I'm glad you had the conversation. In fact, I'd like to listen to a little bit of it because, you know, this was a stock as well that was held privately by a lot of hedge funds. It made their years last year. I mean, I know Third Point, for example, huge owner here, couldn't hear enough about it, right? And now look at it. I think we may have time to 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 take a listen to a, a back and forth. Yeah, let's do that.
2: Why it is, is the upstart. average lucid rate of 10 months of 2021 vintage 2.91 percent? I was not born yesterday. That's a really high number. <laughs> it's not a high number, Jim. Look, our whole goal is to predict exactly how much loans are going to default. That's the notion of a risk model to pr- accurately predict. It's not perfect, but we've been dramatically more predictive than others. All right. It's been more predictive. But you know, look... David knows this from the era where things went wrong. David, when you started hearing these vintages, now a lot of these vintages are good, they start going to 2.9. People don't think the 2.9 is bad because like, that means that there's 97.1 that's good. But do you remember when it was 7% it and was, it was game over?
4: Yes, of course, because it swamped the equity. So, that was know, it. The
2: old Right, waterfall. You have You're to done. stop. Right, I was just saying, get those. I was begging him to get those loans off the book. I said, get the loans off the book. Don't put those loans on the book. And it was one of these meetings. It was uh, on air where I was just saying, listen, if you get the loans off the book, the stock's going to go up. But right now you're heavily shorted and people don't like it. And, you know, look, we're getting contentious conversations now because we have people who come on our shows and they're telling us things are good. And we have to say to them, listen, that's just not true. If we're back into your 2000 mode or 2007 mode, where it's just like, look, please come on and say, listen, we screwed up. We're going to do better. That's why I liked Unity. John he said, we screwed up, we're going to do better. I thought that was great.
3: Uh, Well, luckily, Atlantic uh, cuts to neutral today after all of this. So we do have that going for us. We're going to get to a bunch of other names this morning. Wins, SoFi, uh, Wendy's, EA, Oxy, even as Macro obviously has its hands on the wheel today with CPI. Although futures are off the lows of the session. Yes, long day. Let's walk on the streets back in a minute.
5: The spirit of performance defines Acura. And now it's electric.
3: Let's get Kramer's Mad Dash as we count down to the bell. Well, you mentioned
2: right before we went on a uh, break, Wendy's. And Wendy's is kind of the classic case of what we're seeing. Now, McDonald's was a little bit better. But where they just say, look, we didn't do the number, and we didn't do the number because of higher general and administrative expense, decrease in company-operated restaurant margins, uh, you know, higher uh, the, the company's development digital organizations cost money, uh, higher salaries, benefits. I mean, none of these things are what you want to hear. However... That's what we've expected. I mean, do we think we get a CPI number that's hot and Wendy's isn't impacted? But so what you have to do is you find out an operator that's doing a little bit better, like Chipotle, that has been able to outrun the cost. They can take price. They've got really better management. They're using machines, robots to make chips. They're better organized outfits. So, again, what I keep coming back to is that we're in a rare moment in time where some companies are better than other companies, but they're all trading badly. And that's an opportunity, but you have to discern. You have to take the homework home. And the, my wife was asking us it's, it's, you know, 11 o'clock, what are you reading? And I said, I'm just reading about Coinbase. I'm trying to figure out what happened here.
3: Uh, well, we did get a bullish call today out of uh, B of A on Chipotle, speaking of which. <laughs> the thing, though, Jim, on Wendy's, they talked about short-term headwinds in breakfast, which we generally use as a proxy for employment. I mean, the, if the economy slows, things like that will begin to surface.
2: Yes, they will. I mean, we are seeing lots of layoffs. Car- Carvana yesterday. Uh, yeah, Carvana's layoffs were bad. Uh, I go back to what happened at Facebook Meta, where Mark Zuckerberg said, you know what, I don't need to hire as many junior analysts and hire 10 juniors. I can go hire engineers. I can hire senior engineers. Hire senior. Now. It was immediately put off as like, well, they're losing money, they're doing badly. But Zuckerberg, when you uh, talk to him, what he's saying is there's talent available again. And that's going to change. Now, again, that doesn't happen immediately. Like, we haven't even seen the housing start numbers be bad yet. But we know what the mortgage rates are. We haven't seen uh, a, a company just say, you know what, we don't have the demand. Like, we had uh, ASAC, a good company, they make tech, they made my tech. They put a good number. And the stock is is gonna make a little comeback, but I don't see a lot of companies that are doing well in housing. I don't see a lot of companies that are that are making a lot of things that people want again that, that came public. I, like grills. I'm focused on grills. We talked about this about about yesterday grills because, like Traeger, is a great grill and. I I I like their grill, and it it doesn't matter. You know, it's like Weber. Well, why'd you come public? Existing home sales, Michael.
3: J.P. Morgan yesterday. Existing home sales are running at a 12% decline on an annual rate over over six months. Look, if
2: you read the Zillow call, which maybe is the benchmark of one of the worst calls of the quarter, it just said like the housing market stopped. Really? I I, I'm listing my house at 4.5 million. Stopped. What, was that why no one showed up at the open house? That's exactly I mean, right. It's happened so fast that the numbers can't compute it. And yes, it's true that rent's going up. But if you're trying to sell your house, according to Zillow, you're not going to sell your house. Now, yes, if you're one of these moguls and you have a big Palm, Palm Beach house, you're fine till the revolution. Just kidding. There's no revolution. <laughs> but I, I do think that a lot of companies that you know, a lot of companies like that that were in EV. No, thank you. David, you look at the companies that have come public, that are burning cash, and do you think it's right to step in and say, you know what, this is the moment?
4: Not in this market, no. But that moment no. will come back at some point. I mean, you but know, will the companies we make, be there? Uh, references. I don't know. We make references to the late 90s and 2000 where an enormous amount of business plans were funded that never should have been. You know, again, even when we were calling out the absurdity of things trading at incredible multiples and certainly what we saw is those ridiculous projections from so many SPAC uh, uh, companies that went public through SPAC. At the same time, Jim, it's not that period as well. I mean, Many of these companies do have a road to profitability that you can see, uh, and a product that you can actually touch and feel, as opposed to the air. I think that 22 plus years ago we saw so often. I'm not saying that there oh, aren't going to be right. those, but there may be no, a moment when, when, look, at, when it's, it's time to buy them balance. again.
2: You look at the ca- like I have Roblox on tonight, and people aren't happy with the quarter. But you know, look, David Bazouki is a very smart guy, and what he's saying is we have huge cash flow. We have a lot of cash. I know our stock's down. It's down 77%. I don't really care. We're building a great business. And do you buy uh, Roblox? I mean, there'll be a time when they're the survivor. They have a lot of money. It's just that a lot of institutions don't want to buy a stock that's collapsing. But that is a good company. Do I want to go out and buy it today? No, but I'm saying that they're going to be around. And they're not involved in bad engagement. It's uplifting engagement. But he doesn't care
3: about profitability right now. It's that's not it, a, well, a fact. That's right. EBITDA was a miss, but DAUs were in line and bookings were in line.
2: Right. I mean, look, I would have liked bookings to be a little bit better because he says that's a, a major indicator of how they're doing because that's the little things that people buy. But you know what? If you have a long term, if you have a Kathy Woodview, Roblox, is a, she should be buying Roblox. She should be. Not GM,
3: GM. There's <laughs> a look at the opening bell and the uh, breath at the big board today. It is Genuine uh, Parts Company, distributor of automotive replacement parts at the NASDAQ. Uh, Singden, a autonomous vehicle technology company, Jim. As well, which would you rather have?
2: Je- there it is, Genuine Parts or the, the other one? I mean genuine Parts, a real good company. Yep. Yield's two point seven. They could easily do a, a split off. It's uh, sixteen times earnings. They make things. They give money back. That's a real company. I like General Parts. Genuine Parts. I've liked it for a long time. It's a really good company. But should it be polluted by uh, Toast? I mean, am I supposed to do that? No. I am not going to let Carvana bring down Genuine Parts, David.
4: <laughs> David. <laughs> yep. Okay, I'm, I'm here, Jim. You, you can't get away from that carvana. You you really you're very focused well, on. Well, look, that.
2: they did a secondary Why? at eighty. Why? Well, because they did a they secondary did. at 80 uh, three weeks ago. It's at eighty, okay? That's right. Yep. And now the stock's at thirty-five, yep. and there was no split.
4: No, it's 80 true. Eighty is thirty-five. Uh, that's they, not that's a good not, situation. Not to mention. Thank you. I think the founder put in the founder put in a lot more money as well, didn't didn't they? And didn't the, they put the another four hundred million bucks in?
2: But the father yeah. did what managed to sell a lot of stock at a pretty higher level. Right.
4: I'm just right. mentioning the and stocks and that I are causing the I did damage. talk to Aries and Apollo last week at, at Milken about it because both of them had invested in that. Uh, both of them invested in, what was it, the convert or preferred? But, um, they
2: had a good, good bond uh, there.
4: Excellent opportunity. To, yeah, to provide, provide financing for the company. I think it was more. it was over a double-digit coupon on that thing. But, yeah, I guess, all right, you're right. Why not mention a stock that's down 85% year-to-date? That's, that's the, the amazing thing, Jim and Carl, is that that's not alone. You can find quite a few other names that are down perhaps as much as 80%. And so, Jim, year-to-date? are they just done again is the question, or well, is this a point at which you have to sort of get brave and say, you know what, this is not a business that's going away?
2: You, you raise a great question, David. I remember I was short a company called Murray-Ground, M-G-R-E. Uh, which was an apparel company, and they had minus thirty same store sales. Uh, and, and Grow Generation, which is a company I championed during the period where it went from uh, fifteen to, 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 to fifty, which was a good trade, good idea. Well, Grow Generation, which is now at um, uh, uh, three, it, it, it was at forty not that long ago, and they have uh, a, they have some cash, so don't don't panic. They've got some cash, sixty-five million in cash. But they had same-store sales that were um, down um, you know, down the, the, in the 30s. Uh, so I don't know. And they delayed their queue. I've always felt, David, a delayed queue. I'm putting that in the negative category. And, uh, you know, Grow Generation is a, a company that allows you to be able to grow pot. There's an excess in pot. Cannabis has turned out to be one of the worst story ideas ever. And uh, Hindenburg told, well, I was up against Hindenburg on this when It was going to Ford because it, it was a roll up. But, David, I just think when you have a stock that went down from 52 in July to three today, that is what the Fed might actually be happy about.
4: Yes, it might David, be. M- maybe there'll be some real demand destruction, Jim. Uh, well,
2: that's what's going to happen, David. Now, it's not going to happen uh, at the at the 34 foot uh, Boston Whaler level. It's going to happen at the 18-foot Boston Whaler level.
3: Well, there are some other names in the EV space. Uh, one of them is the market cap's too small to mention, but it's a going concern filing this morning, uh, which we'll, we may begin to see more of. Uh, Can you canoe a canoe? <laughs> don't don't out me like that. Uh, by the way, regarding coin, uh, Goldman throwing in the towel, going to neutral. Yeah. Uh, we still feel it represents a blue-chip way to gain exposure. Uh, blue-chip?
2: Oh, just a second but it, unlikely it, it, to it, return it, to recent levels of profitability. I'm going to go back. They said blue chip, like when you were like a little kid and you had the pokers and the reds, your mom told you the whites were bad, the reds were okay, they are plastic. Yeah. Blue chip. Yeah. David, how blue chip is Coinbase? Coinbase. Is it? Is it?
4: Is it too early, David? <laughs> yes. Uh, they it said may be they're too not early, going early, back, but I read a tweet. How do I know? I, I don't know. Uh, You know, thankfully, i leave that to you, and you get all the Well, no, I mean,
2: look, Stan, look, there's a level. People are going to keep their crypto somewhere. I try to keep, I try to move my crypto around so they can't find it.
3: Well, actually, yesterday, Morgan Stanley, fascinating look at the crypto, retail percentage of crypto trading was once 80%. It's down to 30. And their point is that as institutions which are more reliant on uh, capital availability, more exposed to rates. that That's why the correlation's gotten so close. Yeah, well, remember
2: that Robinhood had a huge amount of people doing crypto, and they had, there were people who come air, who come air. Look, I own crypto, I own Ethereum. I own it too, as, as Upstart said, a uh, price discovery. But I have to tell you, David, when I look at crypto, I say to myself, how many times did Gary Gensler, the commissioner, warn you that this stuff could be really dangerous? And did anyone, did people listen to him? No, they thought he was an old fuddy-duddy.
4: Well, we still haven't gotten regulation yet. Just to, to be fair, we actually haven't gotten anything, right? Unless I missed no. it. No. But David, it's innovation. Are you anti-innovation? Is that you? Uh, no, I'm not anti-innovation. probably well, not. Okay. Hey, Jim, is it too early to buy Go Unity software? take your software? Mom peeler medicine. Down what? 36... Pr- down 36%. Is it too early to buy Unity software this morning? I, I, I
2: um, David, you cut me to the quick. Why don't we listen to him tonight? John Riccatelli. I mean, there were things that were self-inflicted, but the, the, the problem here is, is that Apple did change its algo, and we're finding you've got companies that were doing great during the pandemic. You have companies that got kind of bushwhacked by Apple. John Riccitello has been around forever. I think he's gonna pull it off. He does have metaverse, metaverse things going, but you know, it, it's a not a great market to speculate. Uh,
3: by the way, back to coin really quick. I do wanna hear this piece of sound from Brian Armstrong talking about, Jim, the difference between a short-term rough period and what happens if that short period course, uh, gets course. extended.
1: Take a listen. This is just like we had one quarter that where the market kind of pulled back. I think there'll still there'll be real kind of um, you know blood running in the streets or something like that if, if it continues for four quarters or something like that. And I will say that we our cash balance does give us a big advantage here in the sense that we can actually continue to invest. Um, in the past, we've seen people get distracted, we've seen people get discouraged, we've seen companies pivot to try to do something unrelated. Um, And it's generally been a mistake.
3: Generally been a mistake. Generally, yeah. Well, generally...
2: uh, Wow. Uh, I want to see how their NFT business is doing. Apparently that's not really expanding that well. Uh, Here's what I found was interesting. Their headcount increased dramatically. 4,984 people increased 33%. That's ill-advised. When your business is getting... Uh, gobsmacked. You don't just start adding employees. It's just not the way it goes. And I saw that and I said, OK, well, that's just kind of the opposite of what you do. Maybe you're throwing good money at your bed. Maybe you should be retrenching. But a lot of companies don't want to retrench because that indicates that, therefore, they're not on a path to profitability. But the way to get the path to profitability is to retrench. But there's so many companies that were just about total addressable market that they didn't care about profitability. And it's absolutely true, David. There are companies that have capital, uh, so we will get through this. But I think that the uh, I'm beginning to believe that that J Pal's targeting the stock market.
4: Really? I think. Uh, well, he's doing this a good job. It's in fact, what he's trying to accomplish.
2: Yeah. Um,
4: well, it's you know, not it's like he's out there you saying you, imp- you
2: know he it feels bad yeah. about people who own stock for getting hit.
4: No. Um, I do wonder what it's going to mean for for employment over time. I mean, you just raised that idea that they were hiring a lot of people. That's got to come to a very quick end. Certainly so many of these software engineers where there were bidding wars, these private companies that were able to offer enormous amounts of stock, uh, obviously without being public, but the idea that they would be. Uh, that's got to have come to a, a very quick halt, right? I mean, the, yes. even the I mean, leverage of, of those in the technology arena has probably gone away a great deal when it comes to to their ability to garner uh, ever higher wages.
2: That's why Zuckerberg is saying this is our chance. I mean, if you take a look at, at R H, the seminal quarter uh, conference call this year may have been R H, where Gary <laughs> Freeman basically just said, you know, Ukraine and this, that, blah, 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 blah. Hey, at and
3: at the time, we thought he sounded hysterical. We did. Yeah. And
2: now it turns out that he was a seer. Yeah. He was a seer. And uh, that stopped the 52-week low. But, David, when I say demand destruction, I'm yeah. not saying the J-PAL system. we got to take down RH. What I'm saying is, is that people feel very insecure, whether it be Russia, whether it be China, or whether it be the Fed. And so they're not buying a lot. So you're getting gluts. And when you get gluts, then you get price cut. And when you get price cut, you got to fire people. And that is what's happening to every industry I know about other than the chemical industry.
4: Okay. So that means things are going to reverse more quickly, perhaps, than we think? We're going to have a different yes. conversation this summer then about suddenly. sudden, yes. you know, how things are looking? Yes. All right. Yes. Okay.
2: Well, that's why I say it's a long I'll, day. Uh, I mean, look, like a lot of that. companies. Look, there are a lot of companies that have enough money to be able to just to creep along on like 2000 but I mean, I don't know what the end game is for Warby Parker. What's the end game? Three hundred and ten times twenty twenty-two earnings per share, David. I still regard as expensive.
4: I know. I brought it up yesterday. The increase in uh, you know in prescriptions and the like from twenty to twenty-one, or but that's not necessarily seen as sustainable. It's true. No, I mean you may look back at that also and say it was a beneficiary of the pandemic.
2: Right. I mean, look, I had I had Papa Johnson. I, this is a good example. They are doing better than Domino's. They are doing better than Pizza Hut. And UBS says top-line pressure. They cut it from 144 to 93. Doesn't mention that they're taking big share from everybody. Doesn't care. And yet that's a good situation, Papa John's. You can feed a family of four for seven bucks. They pivoted to, like, what happens when the economy slows. Uh, pizza's been historically a good category. But what are people telling me? No, that's what people ate during the pandemic. They're not doing that anymore. They're going to La Berna Den. And they're going to, uh, to, you know, they're probably going to the, uh, well, they're not really going to Danielle.
3: Uh, no, but I, your point is a good one because food away from home year on year, up 7-2. <laughs> right. Food at home year on year, 10-8. I know. It's cheaper to go out. Well, look, I'm going to have to talk
2: to Tony Hsu because the fact is that there are people who are desperate America special to say too. people are desperate to leave their houses so when you read roblox david they're basically saying listen people aren't staying at home as much what do you what do you think well, you know, did you think it would be better david did you think it'd be better
4: no i didn't have any thoughts about it at all um what guys uh just not, not at all. Uh, give me a thought, though, on Disney. I'm going to report after the after the bell, uh, Jim. It's a name we've talked here endlessly about. Obviously, we're well, talk like about people going out, think position. about the parks and attendance. Very strong. Are they going to take a charge on Fox? Is going to be a key. They take a charge on Fox. Uh, you mean a, what a, How bad that is? A goodwill, a goodwill impairment charge of some kind as yeah, a result. Yeah, goodwill of, impairment charge it's possible. Maybe it's yeah. time for that.
2: Yeah, I don't know, like a 35 a billion dollar impairment maybe.
4: You seem to be calling for for that, don't you? Yeah. You have some information you want to share or maybe you just. No,
2: I do not. I just look at how Fox is doing and I question whether it's really helped the company as much as as people thought it would. But I don't think that uh, Governor DeSantos can do much more to destroy it. They had a good movie this weekend. You know, they make movies, David, and people go to them and they pay a lot of money. And it doesn't all go to Adam Aaron, as we saw yesterday.
4: David? That is true. They make movies. They uh, they have great. They have a rides theme park you can't get into drills and their theme parks and you can't get into them. Uh, and they have a direct to consumer business that uh, still is probably the chief focus of many investors. And after that, Netflix quarter, of course, we will be uh, very curious to see how they did in well, terms of uh, some, what they did uh, subscriber wrong, David, was
2: that they started. We were always concerned, Carl, about how ESPN was doing. So then they came up with a new stream, Disney Plus. So now all we're concerned about is how Disney Plus is doing. They've got this core business of theme parks, which is a license to print money. It's a fabulous business. They have franchise, they have this Marvel. There can be a hundred movies from Marvel. There can be a hundred from Star Wars. It is a great iconic company, but people hate it. And I don't know, to me, that's an opportunity.
3: Uh, certainly, uh, the noose of uh, Netflix is around them, which, yes. by the way, has lost more from pre-COVID levels than even the travel companies. Right? Well,
2: there's so many different things to watch. And I was watching uh, an L.A. Lakers thing, Winning Time. I don't even know. I just, you know what I do? I don't know if you guys do Play Winning Time. I have no idea. I don't even want to know what state. Play Winning Time. Sure. You know, I mean, like, Winning times C-H-B- probably going off of my ass right now.
3: Yeah, it's John C. Riley, Michael Chickless. That's,
4: that's HBO. He's fabulous in yeah. at Chiklis. Yes. He's fabulous. Our, our he friend. watches the
2: show. <laughs> you know, look, I think Airbnb's launching a new one in 10 minutes. Let's take a look at that. That stock's been down. I like that company. It's big cash flow.
3: That yeah, we do have some gains here. Uh, Dow's up 135. It's a long
2: day. There's, We're separating the, the wheat from the chaff. David, mm-hmm. there's a lot of chaff.
4: Exxon. That's
2: Philadelphia. Yeah, well, Exxon check, and Chevron check. are
4: both up 3%. So you got energy once you know again why? surging.
2: You know what they do for a
4: living? Yeah, they, they find They bring oil.
2: something out of the ground and make a lot of money and they sell it and then they buy back stock. And now Exxon's run run <laughs> by, by the Audubon Society is it run by the, the uh,
4: Green Coalition now? Uh, no, it is not. No, it is not. It's run by a very capable group of people. Been spending a lot of time with them believe me they are oh, capable you'd go
2: down there and hope they don't give you COVID too
4: no no there's no COVID. anybody's given anybody COVID. i'm not going to have COVID again for who knows could be weeks could be weeks go Jim. to china man. maybe and months get locked up for even saying that
3: uh, we really got to go i went two and a half years it's too bad because that was really interesting uh, just now yeah <laughs> um, <laughs> apple by the way did hit a fresh two-month <laughs> low Uh, And we got S&P 4012. Let's get to Bob Bassani. Hey, Bob.
1: Uh, Jim's right. We're separating the wheat from the chaff. The problem is there's a lot of chaff still on the floor right now. Uh, I just want to show you the futures because we're continuing these stunning moves intraday, before the open. We moved 100 points on the futures, 4044 to 3944 in a few minutes uh, on the CPI report and then bounce back. Uh, going into the open, uh, 50 points uh, or so. Now you can say, well, it's pre market, doesn't matter. Uh, well, we're happening intraday too. We're getting these 100 point moves uh, really quick as well. Just take a look at the sectors right now. Energy doing well. The commodities complex is marginally more positive on some China news uh, this morning. Consumer staples, these defensive names, tech's down. If you look at mega cap tech names, uh, Carl mentioned Apple, everything's down in the 1% to 2% range right at the open. Nvidia um, uh, down a little bit. Uh, Apple micron the big cap uh, mega cap tech names are, are to the downside if you want to put that up important thing here if you want to look at the other names there there 's everything down one percent micron just went positive but kathy uh, Wood's arc uh, was down five percent uh, at the open and we are now approaching those march twenty lows twenty twenty lows so she closed uh march twentieth twenty twenty 2020, thirty seven eighty five look thirty nine dollar we 're a, a dollar and a half away from the from the lows back in 2020 for that fund here. That's, a, that's what you call a head and shoulders right there. So keep an eye on that. Uh, I mentioned the commodity complex. Uh, most of the, uh, the, the high beta commodity names, Marathon, Hess, Freeport, macmoran Mosaic, All up today, Uh, Shanghai said half the city had achieved zero COVID status, uh, but restrictions were still in place. The World Health Organization is already getting concerned. They're saying this is all unsustainable, what they're doing over there. Uh, But this is marginally positive, marginally positive. So you see the commodity complex moving up. Uh, Sentiment for the trading community, (laughs) as I call around this morning, just remains terrible. If you look at some of these numbers, I like to see the street trying to argue. uh, Sellers are getting exhausted and looking for buying opportunities. Uh, and they like to argue the April CPI is lower than the March CPI. And it's true. 8.3 percent is what we got year over year was 8.5. So Wall Street loves to talk about rate of change is improving. The delta's improving a little bit. And I guess it is. But some people are starting to already try to price in 350 basis point rate hikes. That's really what's going on, and that's why the markets still continue to have problems. If you look at the market internals, they're terrible. The breadth on the NYSE advanced decline line has been negative most of the year. We're at 52-week lows for the NYSE 50, uh, advanced decline line. Half of the S&P 500 is trading below the March lows, so we're not seeing any real notable bounce at all. If you look at the trader sentiment, I like to look at the Schwab trader sentiment. It comes out uh, fairly regularly, and these are really active traders. Uh, 53% bear. This just came out this morning. 43 uh, percent say it's a good time to invest and their concerns are inflation and geopolitics so here's really active traders uh, that are not very bullish finally i just want to point out what albert said you want to see the problems of selling goods in the global economy here albert said tumbled around the world since our last re- earnings report impacted the performance of our international business in q1 it's expected to persist for the remainder of 2022 and carl that's one of the reasons people are concerned that earnings estimates are going to come down and there could be a potential another leg down in the market more on that next week when we talk about earnings. Back to you. All
3: right, Bob. Thank you, Uh, Bob Pisani. Uh, As we go to break, let's take a look at the bond report this morning. Got the 10-year back below three, Uh, which is saying something, given the print this morning. I just,
2: It's 949, and people have already decided the
3: world has ended? Not yet. No. Not today, Satan. Dow's up 225. Not today, (laughs) Satan. Energy's doing a lot of heavy lifting here, up three and a half. We're
0: back in a minute. This podcast is supported by FedEx. Dear small and medium businesses, no one wants happy customers more than you do. That's why FedEx offers you picture proof of delivery, package and paperless returns, as well as weekend home delivery to 98% of the U.S. on Saturday and 50% on Sunday. See the FedEx service guide for delivery information. FedEx ground service is also faster to more locations than UPS ground. See what FedEx can do for your business. Absolutely, positively FedEx.
3: Uh, what a
2: morning so far. Yeah, first, we opened these stories doing quite well, Planet Fitness. Now, this is what I mean. Uh, Roblox, I have them tonight. I said they have a lot of money. They're doing their game. Plan. They're doing well. The stock is up. That makes sense. Global Foundries is a fantastic company where they double the earnings per share. They actually have a lot of business to do. They're great. Unity, they screwed up. They'll admit it themselves. I'm just looking for companies that are very good companies that are owning up to how weak that things could be in order to have a path toward profitability. And you can't give up on these companies. It's crazy. You've had a market going down for
3: weeks. Right. Since November, the market's been going down. And and so far this week, your search for some bargains is, is, is
2: bearing fruit. Yes, they're there. And I'm up on them. And I know that I, feel, I want David to feel better, but he looks better than all of us. So I don't understand well, what the deal is. all of us. But <clears> yeah. You got a little dose of Omicron, and suddenly he comes out. He's got the montpelier Merck thing, and he looks better than ever. If you got the one from Pfizer, maybe you could uh, you know, fly down to, Might I don't know, rebounding. Houston. Well, yeah, anyway, no. I'm no not, I went so Merck all day, the way, baby. The 10 years flirting with three, I'm not in the, in the mode that I hear most people are. I'm looking. They've given up, and I'm looking. I have cash. They have nothing. They're in Coinbase. Congratulations. I move my crypto every day to a new one, so they can't find me. (laughs) They can't find my crypto. I'm in a new one, new one, new one.
3: Uh, We'll see you tonight. Mad Money, 6 p.m. When we come back, Morgan's interview with the chief of Harley in a moment.
0: You've been listening to the opening bell on CNBC's Squawk on the Street. This podcast is supported by FedEx. Dear small and medium businesses,